for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Can you believe it's already hump day? I hope that your uh, weekend is the weekend. Your week. <laughs> you can tell what I'm looking forward to. Uh, your week is going quickly. I've got a big week uh, in front of me, actually. I've been honored to be invited to speak to the uh, Talkers Convention. Talkers is uh, the Bible of uh, talk radio, and I've invited for the first time in my entire career to the uh, Talkers thing. I don't know if I have any uh, credibility with regard to talk radio. Uh, it's kind of odd because I've been in radio since 1990 professionally, and um, uh, I started doing talk radio about six, seven years ago, and only really, uh, you're not going to believe this, I've only had really one full-time talk gig um, and of course, because of radio, you know, this typical state of radio, I was fired two years into a three year deal because of money. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so um, anyway, welcome to the show. And, and oh, and this is you're going to you ready for this? The, the, I'm almost embarrassed to say this, but not really, because you look at uh, the, you know, the state of New York. I've never been to New York City. I, that's where the talkers convention is. I've never been to New York City. I know. I know. I know. I'm like Kamala Harris. Never been to Europe either. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So uh, we got some big things happening with uh, regard to Newsmax. Uh, Rudy Giuliani took the gloves off last night on Greg Kelly's show with regard to uh, the abuse by the uh, Justice Department and Rudy Giuliani's apartment being raided. We're going to share that audio in just one second. Uh, by the way, Newsmax was smart enough to run Donald Trump's full speech in North Carolina this weekend, and they just trounced everybody in the ratings. Uh, beat Fox in their key ratings. 1.8 million viewers beat Fox in a key demo that happened on Saturday night. Unfortunately, you surfed my show on Newsmax. I hate to say it. I would only have gotten like 1.7 million viewers. So uh, it was a good decision on the uh, programming part. Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Newsmax broadcasts free on all major platforms, uh, Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, Apple TV, uh, Rumble now, Rumble, by the way, most smart TVs, Facebook Live. Uh, you can also go to NewsmaxTV.com. And then there's the Newsmax app. There's the Newsmax app. Okay, let's get to what happened last night with uh, Greg Kelly and Rudy Giuliani. Ostensibly, he was brought on to talk about Hunter Biden using the N-word in bizarre and occasionally lewd conversations late in 2018, early 2019. Hunter Biden is a creep, is a loser. I don't, you can use addiction as some sort of, he's a foul, filthy, awful person. He has no character. He has avoided in his character. He impregnated a stripper. He knew it. She was on the health care, his health care. He knew it and he lied about it. Uh, he, so he has a child out there that he's refusing to take responsibility for. He's a crack addict. He's a crack addict. Okay, uh, he is awful. He wrote a book that uh, Brian Stelter said was amazing, which shows you know what incredible character and uh, credibility he has. And he has uh, disappeared. He disappeared. He had one week where he did a couple of sleazy, filthy, awful appearances on uh, I think it was Kimmel, and it was it wasn't funny. It was just filthy, and he hasn't sold any books because he's an awful person. That said, here is uh, Rudy Giuliani talking about the Hunter hard drive, which has on it, among other things, 
what appears to be massive criminality by the Biden family. And also uh, just this most recent exchange with regard to the N-word, which nobody can say because it'll end a career, even if it's part of a song or completely out of context, just from like reading it out of Huck Finn. It can destroy you if you're not the right color. The hard drive is crying out for investigation. The hard drive says that children are in danger. He even admits it. Hunter admits it. And these people... He is a dangerous person, and he does have children. ...who are supposed to be American law enforcement have done nothing about it. Five weeks ago, it came out that he signed a false application for a revolver. He denied that he was a drug addict. There's a picture of him using drugs five days before. Wow. You know how the law is enforced in New York. He'd be in jail in two minutes for that. Who is he? Why is he getting away with this? I'll tell you why. Because of Joe Biden and the corrupt influence of the Democratic Party on these DAs. I mean, the district attorney's office in Manhattan is afraid to go after a Democrat. Apparently, and they are part of the cabal. They are just part of the cabal. Here is uh, Rudy Giuliani talking with Greg Kelly about his office being raided. They'll, They'll search Donald Trump's whole life. In the case of Donald Trump and me and the Trump people, they investigate to try to find a crime. What prosecutors are supposed to do is investigate crimes, not try to go find crimes. Oh, yes, they do it that way because they're Stalinists. Well, they got about 100 in the hard drive. Crimes. They don't have to go investigate and find them. Yeah. They got them right there. And when I offered the hard drive to the FBI agent, after ripping apart my law office and taking attorney-client privilege material, which doesn't even seem to bother the this isn't This isn't America. I mean, this isn't America, guys. Judge, they're going to have a, a mask to go through it. Nobody should go through this. This is attorney-client privilege material. And I, I, I only, only lawyers I know that get raided are Trump lawyers. Again, I will say that if you look at the founding fathers and their grievances against the British monarchy versus the grievances we have against the rabid disgusting, all-encompassing corruption of Washington, D.C., including the executive, legislative, and judicial branches, including the CIA, including the FBI, including the IRS, uh, the Founding Fathers' grievances pale by comparison. Things have to change. Here is Rudy Giuliani talking about Joe Biden uh, being an incredible racist And uh, oddly enough, his son using the N-word on the hard drive. Check it out. We have racists, and they've existed, and they've tried to get elected. Joe Biden has been a racist for a very long time. He always says, if you ain't black, if you you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I could go on and on. He's the first one that has. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. (laughs) And the way he pits people against one another is all designed to divide the country. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Wow. <laughs> and he's you know, the guy I, who's going to lecture I, us, Mr. Mayor, on race. I get, I get so angry when he does that. I, I really do. Yep. I mean, he tells us we're systemically racist, which means that almost all of America is racist. Systemic. Listen to what Joe Biden says about us and the United States. He means pervasive, thorough, the entire organization. He has said a hundred times that America is systemically racist. The Chinese have written it down and thrown it in his face. It means we're an unfair country. We're an evil country. Well, Joe, speak for yourself. 
I never had any friends that were the head of the KKK. You did. I never made the comments about busing that you made or about my children not growing up in a jungle. Maybe the kid learned to talk that way because of you, Joe. All right, you ready to hear the big smackdown? Are you ready to hear Rudy Giuliani unleashed on Joe Biden? This is the this is the frustration and the anger of someone who is being persecuted without any sort of justification from the Justice Department. They just went in and raided his office, took attorney-client privileged information to try to find a crime rather than having a crime that they're charged with and gathering evidence. This is third-world jackbooted thuggery. Take it away, Arode. Because you're a damn phony and you're a crook for 30 years. Maybe the attorney general doesn't have the guts to go after you. But you know that I know you and your family have been crooked for 30 years. Woo! You've stolen millions of dollars. Woo! You don't belong anywhere in that White House. You belong in another house. And that's why you want to destroy me. But you're not going to do it, Joe. The big house. Be president of the United States, even if the New York Times wants him. Wow, 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 Rudy. That's frustration and anger. Donald Trump has had to pay tens of millions of dollars to defend himself against false charges, false lawsuits. This is harassment at the highest order and it shouldn't exist in our country, but it does. And that's why the swamp has to be drained. And then there's old Joe Biden yesterday with kind of a dystopian message about the summer. This can be the summer of joy, but only if you get vaccinated. America's headed into a summer dramatically different from last year's summer, a summer of freedom. A summer of joy, a summer of get-togethers and celebrations. An all-American summer that this country deserves. After oh, thank you, dear leader. Thank you, dear leader, for allowing us to get together with our families. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, and thank you, dear leader, for not raiding our homes and taking our hard drives. Oh, yes, thank you, dear leader. The long, long, dark winter that we've all endured. Oh, the dear leader, we owe him everything. We should be able to have at least a hot dog and some potato chips on July 4th in his great honor. Dear, dear leader. So uh, Chick-fil-A apparently uh, might be thanking Burger King for mocking the, uh, the company. A tweet that Burger King, and I won't say it's Burger King. I don't know, just some intern right out of college or whatever. Could be about company policy. They uh, tweeted that it's going to make a donation to the Human Rights Campaign, a prominent pro-LGBTQ plus group, by the way, is what they're calling it now, for every chicking sandwich. Burger King added that the campaign runs through Pride Month and even on Sundays, a not-so-subtle rip at Chick-fil-A's longstanding policy of staying closed that day, which reflects the Christian values of Chick-fil-A's founding family, which are kind and gentle and wonderful, by the way. Here's how people reacted on Twitter. So, while Burger King is respecting LGBTQ plus rights, they are simultaneously disparaging the holy day of over 2 billion Christians around the world. Huh. Huh. Bet they wouldn't do that to other religious groups. Uh, second uh, offering here. First off, the reason why Chick-fil-A isn't open on Sundays is because it's the Sabbath and they want employees to spend time with their family. Second, you wouldn't have made this uh, tweet if Chick-fil-A was a Muslim establishment. Another person said, I can't remember the last time I ate your salty, fatty food. Uh, another one, 10 of your crap stores can't do sales of one Chick-fil-A pretty much because whenever you go to Chick-fil-A, the line is around the block and it's absolutely awesome. I love it. And then another one, I ordered two Chick-fil-A sandwiches on Saturday. I save one and then I eat the cold one on Sunday. Still 100 times better than your garbage. 
Wow, 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 wow. I am a, I'm a fan of Chick-fil-A. I, you know, you listen, if you choose to exercise your First Amendment rights with regard to religion as a business owner, then you will either uh, reap the rewards or suffer the consequences. That's basically it. That's basically it. I am a Christian, so I don't have a problem with it, you see. Okay. And, you know, I don't care if gay people want to get married. The Chick-fil-A founders, they, they look at the, the traditional view of marriage. It doesn't mean they hate people. It's just that's what they uh, believe as far as being Christians are concerned. In uh, many Muslim countries, if you attempted to marry someone of the same sex, they'd throw you off a building. I just thought you should know that. Not a very good honeymoon uh, trip there off the building. Kamala Harris has gotten a lot of, uh, I mean, whoa. Things have hit the fan with regard to Kamala Harris being the border czar and not going to the border. Even the liberal media, including Lester Holt, has gone after her for this because, quite simply, if she were the uh, NFL commissioner and she said, listen, I'm glad to be the NFL commissioner, but I'm just going to go see baseball games this year. That's kind of what's happening here. It is a nonsensical non sequitur that she is refusing to go to see the border and the fact that she is insulting so many people and the fact that she only got 1% of primary voters before she dropped out of the Democrat primary show that uh, this is going to make her popularity shrink even further. She was greeted by signs saying, go home, Trump won in Guatemala of all places. Here's what she said, and I played this yesterday. I want to play it again because it is such an insult to Americans and the border and our sovereignty saying that basically I haven't been to the border, but I haven't been to Europe either. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole... No, you haven't been to the border. This whole... Unless you're using those pronouns where it's like we and they. I'm a we and they. I guess maybe that. This whole thing about the border. We've been to the border. We've been to the border. You what an insufferable person. I wouldn't even eat one of her cookies. Been to the border. I, and I haven't been to... When your, I saw her cookies, I lost mine. Europe. And I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. Oh, I, okay, you don't understand. Yes, you do understand the point of, of what we're saying. You just don't want to be associated directly on camera with the debacle at the border. You know it would be a PR nightmare, although you are a walking PR nightmare. Wow. Here she is snapping at a reporter. I believe this is in, uh, I think it's in Guatemala. But uh, anyway, here she is snapping at somebody. See both the front end and the back end. Why not? By the way, she's wearing a stupid mask, even though she's been vaccinated. Did you see the full complexity? Listen, I, I've been... Oh, she's in Mexico City, just not the border. The border before, I will go again. But when I'm in Guatemala... <laughs> <laughs> she's going to laugh a little bit there. ...with root causes, I think we should have a conversation about what's going on in Guatemala. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that 85% of illegal immigration had been stopped by the Trump administration. So I would say that the problem isn't in Guatemala. I'm just saying, not in Guatemala. I would say it's at the border and with regard to uh, policy. Are you ready for some hot sake? You know, is it a little early for hot sake? I don't think so. Jen Psaki got a little snarky in the uh, White House briefing room, but she did get some love thrown at her from a New York Times reporter talking about those crazy Republicans. Oh, those crazy Republicans. I just had another on uh, the vice president visiting the border or not visiting the border. Um, Republicans and conservatives are, you know, going crazy on Twitter, sending pictures. They're worked up. Sending videos. They're worked up. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because she should be at the stinking border if she's going to be the stinking border czar. Oh, of her interview with Lester Holtz, you know, saying, I'm not, you know, I've not been to Oh, here. silly Republicans. Can you believe that, Jen? I mean, seriously. Oh, my God. Can you believe those Republicans? Europe either. Um, 
does the president think there is a scenario in which she should visit the border and also the mounting criticism from conservatives does that would that ever factor into a decision to, to send her down? I don't know. George Bush uh, got a lot of heat for not visiting New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina immediately. I mean, don't they have a point that if she has this task in front of her, sh should she not see the... the I mean, personally, uh, Jen, I think it's rather stupid, but I suppose you should address this. The end cause as well as the root cause of, of well, migration. Well, first, as I said to Peter, at some point she may go to the border. I don't have any trips to preview for you or predict <laughs> or timeline for that. But what I would reiterate is that her assignment was to work with countries and leaders in the Northern Triangle to address root causes, address corruption, uh, ensure we're working together to... How about just change the policies? Back to what Donald Trump was doing, you doofus. Address humanitarian... Yes, I call her a doofus. ...in concerns. I will say we're not taking advice from former President Trump or most of the Republicans who are criticizing us on this, given they were all... We want to screw it up on our own. There, ...well, we created this problem we walked into, uh, both at the border... Yes, she said, we created this problem. Thanks for admitting that. Uh, ...and uh, with, with the movement of migration that has been growing over the last year. No, it's the highest in 20 years, and uh, Donald Trump wasn't the president 20 years ago. Here is uh, Steve Bannon talking to Marjorie Taylor Greene about the uh, border wall and the border mess caused by Biden. Grand gesture, grand empty gesture. What say you about that, about her visiting the border? Say, says she doesn't need to. I say, yeah, she's grandstanding in Guatemala. That's what's actually happening. And Joe Biden's <laughs> saying he wants to send $4 billion to the Northern Triangle. Okay. Joe Biden needs to spend $4 billion to finish the damn wall. That's what needs to happen. Okay. Okay, let me ask you about your bill. Has your bill, has Kevin McCarthy come through you and say, hey, I like that bill, I like that idea, I want to help you get co-sponsors. I understand we're in the minority, but I want to push it forward. Maybe we get some conservative Democrats that are worried about border security. Has Kevin McCarthy reached out to you at all on that bill that's pretty comprehensive? No, no, not at all. But, you know, Kevin McCarthy went on television and said that Fauci needs to be investigated. Fauci needs to be fired. But he hasn't co-sponsored my Fire Fauci Act either. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm, because we still have some rhinos, and I don't necessarily trust Kevin McCarthy. I believe he leans towards the uh, the rhino end of the political spectrum, which means he won't have a job much longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Ted Cruz talking about Kamala Harris making a joke about the border with Lester Holt. You know, for four years, the media went on and on and on about kids in cages, kids in cages. Kids what in they never cages. told you is Barack Obama built kids in cages. They're going to move here and make minimum wages. I thought I'd give you that uh, Rob Carson classic hit. The cages. And now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have built more cages. They're bigger and they're more full. And in that entire interview, what you don't hear is any willingness to fix the problem. They can fix the problem tomorrow. And they could fix the problem by, and it's not with Guatemala. by ending catch and release oh. and by reinstating the Remain in Mexico policy. Oh, yeah, but neither yeah. Kamala nor Joe are willing to do that. And so instead, she laughs it off and says, well, I haven't been to Europe. Well, okay, wow. you haven't been to Europe. You haven't been to Australia. But we don't have an Australian border crisis. We don't mm -hmm. have a, a border crisis in Europe. We have a border crisis on the southern border. Come to Texas. Come to the Rio Grande Valley. Come to McAllen. Come see the cages that the Biden-Harris administration has built. And then even more importantly, stand up and be willing to enforce our laws to fix it, because that's not what they're doing. And they won't do it either, by the way. So don't hold your breath, kids. Don't hold your breath. 
Okay, so a woke MSNBC analyst sparked fury after claiming she was disturbed to see dozens of American flags on pickup trucks during a recent trip to Long Island. I'm going to Long Island this weekend for the very first time. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, hear her words with regard to it. was Mara Gay, by the way. She made the comments on Tuesday's Morning Joe, which is an insufferable show. Uh, she said that displays were symptomatic of a broad coalition of Americans who feel threatened as citizens. No, not really. We just love America, unlike you, Mara Gay. I was on Long Island this weekend, and I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with, uh, you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden. You mean like those F Trump liberal bumper stickers that were really popular and the signs of the massive protests where property was destroyed uh, on the back of them yep. uh trump yep. flags and some cases just dozens of american flags <gasps> which you know uh is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear it was this is my country this okay let's hear that again that's the most disturbing thing she saw was american flags Explicatives against joe biden uh on the back of them yep. uh trump yep. flags and some cases, just dozens of American flags, which, you know, uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear. It was, this is my country. This is not your yeah. country. I own this. And so. No, 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 no. You see, uh, chances are the people in those trucks are sons and daughters of immigrants. Thought you should know. Yeah. You're not too far from uh, Ellis Island there in uh, New York. And we have a tradition of welcoming people from around the world. This is not 1968. This is not 1863. You're full of it. Until we're ready to have that conversation, this is going to continue. Are we ready to have that conversation? We've got to have that conversation about things that I agree with, but I don't care about what you think. What really is concerning to me as well is it's, it's not just Democrats in Congress. I think there's a large percentage of Americans, even some of my colleagues uh, in journalism, who are invested in some way in pretending that this isn't the threat that it is. That is the... Not a threat at all, actually. Um, the threat is uh, when people steal elections and cover up uh, viruses escaping from laboratories in China and, and uh, impeaching a president for purely political reasons with no evidence whatsoever. I think those are the things to really worry about. I could, I could be wrong. Joe Biden's budget refers to mothers as birthing people, by the way. Are you down with that? Are you down with calling your mother a birthing person? Are you down with birthing person's day? Are you? Because if you are, you're insane. Apparently, they, uh, uh, there's a section uh, highlighting more than $200 million in health care spending aimed at reducing the high rate of maternal mortality and race-based disparities in outcomes among birthing people. Uh, the birthing people phrase was thrust upon the public consciousness last month when Representative Cory Bush, a nutcase from St. Louis, used it during a speech on the House floor. By the way, left-wing activists defended uh, Bush's use of the term, which was met with widespread criticism on social media. By the way, the NARAL, NARAL, what a terrible, terrible acronym. Uh, Pro-Choice America tweeted uh, from its official account, we use gender-neutral language when talking about pregnancy because it's not just cisgendered women that can get pregnant and give birth. Reproductive freedom is for every body. No, it's not. No, you can be gay too, but if you, you got to have a nina and you got to have ovaries and you got to have a uterus. And those are usually associated with being a woman or a female of the species. Just saying. The budget's language, however, is not entirely consistent. Another section touts paid leave policies for their success in keeping mothers in the workplace. So 
these guys are just kind of insane. Kind of insane. So the bleep hit the fan last night in Loudoun County, Virginia, where critical race theory has been taught, where the school board has actively doxed parents who disagreed with school board policy. Very, very dangerous. And parents came out in mass and raised holy you-know-what. And there was a turning point hit when a Virginia reinstated a Christian elementary school teacher who was suspended by a school district for voicing opposition to the district's new transgender-affirming policies. Okay, now this includes kids born boys competing with girls in athletics, and they always slaughter the girls. So it's the destruction of girls' athletics. If you want to fight with me on this, uh, please bring it, because I want to see all of the born female transgendered males competing in college football, track, high school track, high school football, high school basketball, high school baseball. Come on, let's see it. And all the, oh, all the trans uh, uh, male athletes in uh, pro football, they're, they're just every... No, actually, there's none of them. Here is the um, comment that got this teacher in trouble and Judge James Plowman granted Tanner Cross a temporary injunction and ordered that he be immediately restated by Loudoun County Schools because he just used his First Amendment rights to share his feelings and beliefs. My name is Tanner Cross and I'm speaking out of love for those who suffer with gender dysphoria. 60 Minutes this past Sunday interviewed over 30 young people who transitioned but they felt led astray because lack of pushback or how easy it was to make physical changes to their bodies in just three months. They are now detransitioning. It's not my intention to hurt anyone, but there are certain truths that we must face when ready. We condemn school policies like 8040 and 8035 because it will damage children, defile, defile the holy image of God. I love all of my students, but I will never lie to them regardless of the consequences. I'm a teacher, but I serve God first, and I will not affirm that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa because it's against my religion. He's a hater. He's a hater. He's a transphobe. I serve God first, and I will not affirm that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa. Because I thought you'd like to hear that again. It's against my religion. It's lying to a child. It's abuse to a child, and it's sinning against our God. And that got him suspended and then reinstated. Oh, by the way, here's a guy at the uh, Loudoun County School Board meeting last night. He calls himself John Smith because he's uh, afraid of repercussions. See, the school is convinced that his daughter that she's a boy. She's 12 years old. Listen to this man who had to remain anonymous. Hello, my name is John Smith. By advice of my attorney and for the protection of my <laughs> wife and daughter, I have to remain anonymous. Wow. My family is devastated from the school board letting my daughter fill out a form to change her name and her gender without mine or my wife's permission. My daughter is only 12 years old. She is not old enough to make these decisions on her own. This has deeply hurt our family. We had to remove our daughter from school as we do not feel it is a safe place for her. She now has to finish school at home where she is safe. The school has been addressing my daughter as a boy now. Please help stop the school board from doing this to other students. Nonsense. All of this is absolute brainwash nonsense, and the American people have had enough. We've had enough. Here is a teacher in Loudoun County last night expressing her displeasure with the decisions of the awful leftist socialist school board. Fairfax County public school teacher, and I'm going to give a message of encouragement to parents and teachers and students who are too afraid to come and speak forward. 
Parents, the longer that you wait and you don't hold your child's schools accountable gives these guys more time to dictate what's best for your child's physical, mental, and emotional health. Don't be afraid to speak out for your kids. And that's not good because all of these people in front of you are mentally ill. Because they are voiceless and they, and they rely on you. You should be afraid of them rooting for socialism by the time they get to middle school. Teachers, it may seem that our careers have come to a dead end, but I'm here to remind you, we don't work for the school board. We work to mold the next generation of well-rounded American patriots. So don't give up because it is up to us. Students, She's a white supremacist. You are on the front lines of these indoctrination camps. Challenge the staff when you're presented with a ludicrous statement and do not allow anybody to tell you that you cannot accomplish anything because of your skin color or to hate yourself because of your skin color. Students, it is up to you to be the next generation of victims or victors. Woo! And finally, to the board, this isn't over and your <laughs> policies are just as... Oh, and they cut her off. There you go. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. There are a lot of heroes being created at school board meetings around the country from uh, New York to, uh, to Loudoun County, Virginia. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. People are mad. You mess with Mama Bear. You don't mess with Mama Bear. You don't mess with Papa Bear. Not when it comes to Baby Bear. By the way, if you would like to uh, subscribe to the Newsmax Daily Podcast, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, okay? Apple Podcasts, just get the app for your phone and subscribe. And if you would, leave a delightful five-star review for the show. The reviews are coming in, and they are crazy because people, and I'm just going to explain. This is an encapsulation of the day's events. This is sharing some of the great guests that we have on Newsmax. And this is also a humorous take to some degree on the news. This year, we experienced a major loss in talk radio with the passing of Rush Limbaugh. I wrote for Rush Limbaugh for over 20 years. I wrote his biggest political comedy and had a very close relationship with many on the EIB. No one will ever replace Rush Limbaugh. They have people who are filling voids on talk radio and time slots on talk radio. And I'm not saying that I can fill that void but I will promise you that if you liked his legacy and his humor, then I'm bringing it to a new generation. I'm a generation Xer. I'm here to give it to the boomers. I'm here to share my message with the, uh, the millennials and Gen Z who are my children. So Apple Podcasts, if you would, please. And just subscribe to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Bill de Blasio cut a billion dollars from the uh, police department. And he's blaming the dramatic rise in crime because um, because of the coronavirus. Yeah. And, and because some of the officers got sick from it. De Blasio cut the force by 1,800 officers last year by imposing budget cuts. He also disbanded 600 officer plainclothes unit that was tasked with tackling street crime. Okay. He's done that. Now, what has it resulted in? Well, there have been 564 shootings up from 318 this time last year, a jump of 77%. In the final week in May, there were 33 shootings across New York City. The number of shooting victims has also risen by 79% or 76.9% from 360 by this time last year, 360, this year, 637. But you know what he's going to do? Instead of hiring more police officers, He's going to bring in the ATF. Listen to this buffoon, the worst mayor in New York and probably the nation's history. But today we want to highlight some very good news about an unprecedented collaboration, an unprecedented partnership between the NYPD and the federal ATF. This is crucial. 
Everyone agrees the number one issue is guns, getting the guns off our streets. No, because, you know, people can also be uh, knifed and uh, beaten to death with a with a bat and thrown in front of a subway car, which is <laughs> becoming quite frequent, uh, maced, punched out in the face, which has been happening a lot between uh, 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 black people and Asian people in New York City. We all know that the proliferation of guns during the pandemic was unprecedented and troubling. That's uh, nonsense. Therefore, we have to double down on getting guns off our streets. ATF is where it all comes together. The Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. This is... Of course, they bring in the feds. The leading edge. This is the part of the federal government that you finds idiot. guns, gets them out of the hands of bad guys, and keeps communities safe. And it means we're going to have ATF agents directly embedded in the NYPD. Or you could just do the plainclothes officers unit again. That worked real well. Working together to find guns and quickly you are such an idiot. act on the information that they find <laughs> to stop the flow of guns. Oh, please go away, Bill de Blasio. Your term cannot end fast enough. All right, so some great guests, some incredible topics on Newsmax. Uh, Grant Stinchfield talked to uh, Rick Scott, Senator Rick Scott. China is behind the influx of fentanyl coming across our border, and ODs and addiction are rising dramatically. Things had really begun to change dramatically when Donald Trump was the president uh, for unknown reasons. Joe Biden is allowing it to flow again. Senator, do you believe, like I do, that China is at war with the United States. It's a good question, actually. And if you look at all of the information on what China is doing to us, including that whole Wuhan virus thing, it's pretty obvious. I believe them allowing the China virus to spread was an act of war, really on just about every other nation on Earth. Um, and I believe them sending fentanyl is designed to kill Americans. Whether it's a war or not, they're clearly killing Americans, and it's intentional. They're not cracking down on this. So every time, I say this, every time an American buys a product made in communist China, just remember what they're doing. They're helping the government of communist China sell fentanyl in this country. They're helping them steal American jobs, steal technology. They're watching. We know that a million people are in prison for their religion. We know this is happening. We know that this coronavirus was, you know, came out of something. Has the Chinese Communist Party is evil, just like you should know. Somehow created Wuhan, and we know the Chinese government covered it up. So stop buying anything made in communist China. Stop helping them build their economy to, to dominate us. I mean, they hate our values. They hate our way of life. It's the party of uh, the Communist Party of China is out to get us. Absolutely. Here's a little bit more from Senator Rick Scott talking about uh, the virus coming from a lab in Wuhan. That the China virus now came from this lab. I, I want to run a soundbite from you from Secretary of State Antony Blinken. That's being alleged, of course, and all the evidence points that way. And calling into question this Wall Street Journal report where two scientists had said, look, there's no way this, this virus is from nature. The sequencing of the DNA, it, it would be like a one in a trillion chance of it coming from nature. Listen to the Secretary of State uh, talk about that report from the Wall Street Journal. The Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, is a complete and utter buffoon. Uh, a number of us made very clear uh, the absolute, not only inadequacy of that uh, report, but the fact that its methodology uh, and uh, the engagement by 
uh, by China. He's on the side of China, by the way. Oh, and Iran, by the way. He says that uh, Iran doesn't need to suspend its nuclear program or uh, that it, to get aid. It's not contingent on it. And in writing the report, they're going to rejoin the uh, the accord. Uh, was totally um, uh, insufficient and undermined its credibility. And now the, uh, the head of the World Health Organization has uh, basically agreed with that. So he poo-poos the report, for lack of a better term. Senator, what is it about the Democrats' team Biden covering for China? I don't get it. I mean, don't uh, Americans that lost their loved ones to COVID-19 deserve an answer? Don't. Well, Hunter Biden did get a one... $1.4 billion. He's managing a Chinese $1.4 billion hedge fund, and he flew on Air Force 222 or 23 times while Joe Biden was the president. So I'm thinking that somebody's in somebody's back pocket, or at least there's a real good chance of it. The, the parents that lost a, a, a loved one that, w that died because of a suicide because they couldn't get back in school deserve an answer? Don't the people that lost their businesses deserve an answer? The Biden administration seems to every day go defend communist China instead of defending Americans' right to find out. We have to know what happened here. One, they need to be held accountable with whoever did this. And two, we don't want this to happen again. Think about how many lives, what over 500,000 lives have been lost. Don't those families deserve an answer? I think they do, actually. I think they do. Rob Schmidt had uh, one of my favorite people from Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton, on last night talking about Mark Zuckerberg and the hundreds of millions of dollars that he and organizations associated with him, funded by him, were used to uh, prop up Democrats in uh, some of these big uh, swing states. And it apparently worked. What's the truth on this? I mean, uh, you know, what exactly did Zuckerberg do and why is it maybe illegal? Well, it was an extraordinary and unusual intervention in the election by a private actor, Zuckerberg, who gave money. I think it was 300, at least $350 million to a nonprofit that no one had ever heard of before. Wow. That then doled, doled it out to various localities the majority of whom were Democrat in orientation. Yeah, pretty much. And the thinking was, well, we're, we're here to, to, to ensure that we can vote during COVID. When, in fact, what they were doing was changing the rules and using this money to help effectuate it by spending the money on a vote by mail and, as, as the president points out, drop boxes, sure. which undermine confidence and in integrity of the elections. So in some jurisdictions, it has to be analyzed whether... Uh, you can have this link between the private sector and the public sector on the election issue. Uh, so it's an open question in some states. And, you know, the problem is uh, there's been this hesitancy to even confront the issue. Now, Newsmax uh, reached out to Mark Zuckerberg for comment. It had no, uh, they got no response. Also, they reached out to his father, Data from Star Trek, and he would not respond as well. Uh, here is a little bit more of Tom Fitton talking with uh, Big Tech and Dropbox. Imagine for a second, Tom that Donald Trump spent $350 million putting drop boxes in, in heavily Trump areas, ballot yeah, drop boxes, yeah. uh, in this election. What do you imagine they'd be saying over at CNN? Well, imagine if Judicial Watch did it. Yeah. Or, you know, imagine if any other private entity did it. And, you know, and when you take a step further back, you had Facebook colluding with these uh, government entities also to suppress concerns about drop boxes. Democrat Party, mainstream media, big social media, they are a cabal. There's no doubt about it. It was acknowledged by Time Magazine in a celebratory article about how they were a cabal to get Donald Trump out of the White House. This is suppressed concerns about mail-in voting. 
Yeah. We've got the documents that show this is taking place to, to suppress the sorts of policies that Zuckerberg personally was advocating for. <laughs> uh, so, it, again, it highlights the corruption behind what I call the Great Suppression, which is a big tech colluding with uh, the big left and big government to suppress opposition. And I will just speak from uh, experience that I have been banned from Facebook. I have lost Facebook pages the day after the election, November the 4th of 2020. My big Facebook page, Rob Carson Show page, disappeared. It's gone. Every post is gone. Every comment is gone. Every picture is gone. They took it away without a reason and without recourse. But the fact that it was taken away on November the 4th, 2020, speaks volumes for the reason. A little bit more from Tom Fitton speaking to Rob Schmidt on Newsmax about big tech in the future of elections. How much of an influence do you think big tech is going to have on elections in the future of this country? Well, it, they're a massive suppressor of opposition to the organized left and to partisan Democrats. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and if you question the process by which Democrats are relying on the, to get to win, I mean, their thinking is they'll win more likely. They would be more likely to win yeah. if they get um, certain changes to election administration um, in Wisconsin law. Uh, it's going to be an impact, a thumb on the scales, again, on behalf of the organized and the partisan left. Oh, there was a whole bunch of thumb on scaling going on, <laughs> including election law being changed in states before the election to favor counting votes after the election, up to nine days after the election, among other things. Yeah, the whole thing stinks to high heaven. To high heaven, ladies and gentlemen. So it looks like the Cartoon Network is woke. They had a uh, transgender cartoon character singing a song uh, in front of a parade featuring uh, teddy bears with two dads and teddy bears with two moms. And did I mention the drag queen? Well, a Nickelodeon's doing the same thing, except for this time they don't have an animated drag queen. They have a real creepy, creepy drag queen. I mean, like, wow, scary drag queen. Um, basically pushing the black power fist and the trans flag to our children. But you can't be proud if you're a white kid. Or straight. I didn't even realize that black and brown. What? Hold on. What was that again? I'm trying to look at all the. There's so many things that represent things. I represent the queer and trans people of color. Hear that again. Is spirit. Baby blue, pink, white represent transgender people, and black and brown represent the queer and trans people of color. Okay, so uh, you pretty much taking the color palette. What about straight people? What's their color? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We live in an insane world. Dear Lord in heaven. We live in an insane world, don't we? Oh, this is really funny. There's a guy named Austin Nasso. I'm trying to get a hold of him getting on the show because I would love to have him as my official <clears throat> politician and celebrity impersonator. 
because he's genius. He does the best Trump. He does a brilliant Andrew Giuliani. And here he is with a satirical look about Donald Trump talking about his Twitter uh, and social media ban. This is just funny. Nasty, lying, anti-American Twitter has suspended my account and censored free speech yet again. You can blame Jack Dorsey. He's a criminal <laughs> and he should be put behind bars. With that being said, I would love to announce my newest OnlyFans account. That's right. For only $9.99 a month, you can access premium content that you can't even see anywhere, quite frankly. You could see me winning in the pole dancing. You could see me dancing on top of the Oval Office desk, partially <laughs> nude with the launch codes. And Rudy Giuliani and I have a brand new episodic web series where every week we get closer and closer to finding out where are the votes in the style of Dora the Explorer. I think he's just fantastic. He's fantastic. If you know Austin Nassau, tell him to get in touch with me. I want to make him a superstar because he's incredible. Okay. I want to play one more soundbite. The North Carolina GOP had their convention, and a superstar has risen from it. He is Lieutenant Governor uh, Mark Robinson. Now, uh, a little over a year ago, I believe he was just a firefighter, and he delivered an impassioned speech about America, and he ended up getting elected to office. Now I want you to listen to him as the Lieutenant Governor of the state. I'm going to play a little bit of his incredibly inspirational speech not only as a man of color, but as a patriotic American. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom wow. and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Christians, that we are Americans, that we are Republicans. Just real quick, he's not using a teleprompter. Thought you should know. And that we are conservatives. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive here. And not only survive, it will thrive. So guys, come on. It's time to put on our packs. Come on. It's time to fix those bayonets. <laughs> it's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. Yes, sir. And our fight is not for us. It's for all those generations that's gonna come behind us. Yes, sir. Let's save America, folks. Because if there is to be freedom in this nation in the future, it is only going to become at the behest of the Republican Party, the grand old party, the party of freedom and equality, the one that always has been and the one that always will be. God bless you all. Thank you very much. God bless the great state of North Carolina and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. What did we just see there? What did we just see there? We saw a star being born. Unbelievable. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, by the way, here are some of the reviews for the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. That's me on uh, Apple Podcasts. Your show is awesome. Glad to hear the truth about our government leaders. Love your sense of humor that takes a bit off the edge of the horrendous things the government is doing. That's from Storm Chaser 60. Rob brings light, of, light to the truth of what is going on in the world and does it in a way that gives you a chance to laugh at it. We won't catch the stupid. That's from Jenny Straight, Apple Podcast. 
Rob's show is so honest and entertaining. I started following him after November 3rd when you just couldn't get honest, trustworthy coverage. You remind me of Rush. Keep up the good work. Oh, you know what? Not a bad thing to be reminded of, although I don't try to impersonate, imitate, or uh, emulate him in any way, shape, or form. Rob Carson is great. He is such a funny, lighthearted, honest take on current events. Extremely entertaining and puts positivity in the ether when it seems there is no positivity out there. And finally, from Utah Gal, I love the show. Rob intelligently talks about current events with wit and humor. He tells it like it is, and it's right on target. I always look forward to his show, and I try very hard not to miss it. Thank you, Rob, for bringing the real news to us. You are awesome. And so are you. Thank you. And believe it or not, I didn't pay any of those people. I don't even know them. They just wrote Apple Podcast Reviews. So if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that would be huge. The Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. There are also other uh, digital platforms. I mean, literally over 50 of them. You can see those at NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. Thought you should know about that. Um, also, you can uh, check out all of the listings for the great Newsmax shows on NewsmaxTV.com. All right? That would be huge. I got to go. I'm going to tell you I'm going to be on Rob Schmidt's show today on Newsmax. I believe in the 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time hour. Let's hope I don't wreck his ratings. I was on with Grant Stinchfield last night. Grant, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your glorious show. I greatly admire uh, so many of the hosts on Newsmax. They pour their heart and soul into it, and they also don't change their stripes. Time for me to go, guys. Have a glorious day. God bless the police of America. God bless our military Remember Ashley Babbitt, and above all, say it with me, people. Don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.